Right, Dr. Jerry Kule and Siabolela Tuza, welcome to the African Tech Roundup. Thank you. Thank you so much, Andile. Uh, I'm going to start with a, a question for you, Dr. Kule. Uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall of the boardrooms of a place like Total, given what's happening in the world, the uncertainty around uh, you know, oil volatility. What sort of difficult conversations uh, are you having here around innovation and its role in, in, in answering some of the questions that are being asked of the world at the moment? I would say that uh, some of the difficult issues, of course, that we have to face is that no one expected the kind of uh, economic environment that we have today. Uh, so that does bring a, a lot of, uh, of conversation around, okay, so what does the future hold? But in terms of, I mean, the oil industry, the oil sector, uh, as it were, is a highly capital-intensive sector. So when you look at projects, projects are not just short-term projects, are for a long time. So the investments are long-drawn. And when you do an investment like uh, Total, the Total Group has done over over the over the years, um, and I mean, we have the most modern refinery now in, in Saudi Arabia, which is a joint venture with, uh, with uh, uh, that, that particular um, uh, state. That was a huge investment. So, and obviously, when you invest, you want to look at the return. So, the question right now is around return on investment. What projects can be can can be uh, can be undertaken in the light of the current uh, situation, which is obviously for an oil major is is a very difficult situation. Calls for for introspection and where we should be going with things. Yes. And so, you know, there's a very romantic tale that's, that, that's available readily on the internet around, uh, you know, your emergence as a young scientist, uh, Sia. Okay, so he's correcting me with, with this one. The difference between a scientist and an engineer before we carry on. An engineer applies what scientists invent or discover. Okay, so you wouldn't consider yourself a scientist. Well, I'm an engineer by qualification uh, and by passion and by profession. So, um all due respect with sci- to scientists, but it is not what I am. I am an engineer. Okay, well, I'll let the scientists take take that up with you. Clearly, um, I'm not sure if you ca- is that is that shade. No, no, no. I said all due respect to scientists. Just that if if you are what you are, I'm an engineer, and so uh, by qualification and uh, and uh, that's who I am. All right. Well, we'll reel that in then. Um, so a young engineer got his start uh, uh, messing around with rocket fuel. And um, and here you are uh, sitting across the table uh, from a, a very large player within the global oil industry. What, what's this partnership about? What's your vision uh, in terms of uh, applying the skills you've acquired uh, through experience and through you know scholastically and in partnership with with a large a large player like this? What's what's the big idea here? My vision, Andil. Currently, only twenty four percent of Africa of sub Saharan Africans have access to electricity. Firstly, secondly, only ten less than ten percent of the economically active population in Africa are entrepreneurs versus almost twenty five percent in China. So my vision is essentially combine my talents right as an innovator and apply them towards promoting entrepreneurship across Africa as well as solving our energy crisis through innovation that's essentially my vision and how are we doing this how How are you doing this? So I can't possibly take that question in, in the sense that you ask, what is the big picture? What is the big, what is the vision that Total has having Siakuza uh, as our brand ambassador? We linked up because he's a young entrepreneur. 
he's looking to alternative energies. We are an energy company and we felt there was a good fit in terms of what he wants to do, not only to promote and grow his company, establish his company in, in, in energy, but also our, our being on the continent and having been on the continent for, for a long time. In fact, now we are one of the, the only, if I may say, oil major outside South Africa that is, is present on the African continent and we are there to stay. So our feeling is that with a young and entrepreneur like Siabonga, we could connect uh, because we're also about growing entrepreneurs on the, on the continent and he's passionate about that. So we reeled them in and we agreed we find this partnership really working well in that we have offered the possibility uh, of uh, him talking to young Africans across uh, areas where we operate, we haven't spoken to everyone on the continent, but uh, speaking across the, the you know different areas of the continent, accessing youth to to enthuse them, to excite them about what is possible, irrespective of where they come from. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, Sia, your research at Harvard involved uh, was into renewable energy. Is that correct? So, really, my, my research was uh, more specifically um, involved around fuel cells for energy storage because I realized that, you know, w within energy, the big opportunity is not so much generation, but it's actually building the storage capacity. And it so happened that fuel cells are of interest in South Africa and across, you know, in, in Southern Africa broadly because of our abundance of platinum. And so uh, I wanted to find ways of making more efficient fuel cells. And that's what my research was based on at Harvard and MIT. I suppose the reason I asked my question is because the, the link isn't obvious. Where is the synergy between a legacy business uh, th that is rooted in oil and someone with a passion for, for creating new ways to, to create energy? Great question. I think there are many synergies. Whilst I believe you are aware of the oil business, they also have probably one of the largest solar businesses in the world. And as you know, solar alternative technologies, it's, it's where the world is heading. And so where the link is with me as an innovator within, within uh, um, forward-looking energies, uh, fuel cell storage, uh, solar cells, that's, that's going to be the future of, 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 um, of, of energy. And Total, being a very forward-looking company, brought me on onto this. Uh, and, and that's essentially where the synergy is, is that, look, Total is operating uh, across across all uh, African countries, the majority of African countries, at a time when many other companies, many other multinational oil companies were pulling out. Uh, they, had a they had a commitment to Africa. And it was the same perception that I had when I decided to come back to Africa because a typical trajectory, and, uh, you know, you being a, a well-traveled millennial can relate, Andile, is that, you know, the brightest Africans leave Africa, do stellar, stellar things in america and they stay in america and that talent is retained there and so we have this huge huge brain drain and so at the same time that total was deciding to reinvest and redouble its efforts to remaining relevant in the african continent i decided to come back and when i came back we struck this partnership we said look we want to speak to young people because you know Andil, i couldn't sit back and say wow i've had an amazing journey i've been given all these resources i wanted to find a way to connect to people in africa so that i don't just become relevant in south africa but i can make become relevant in, in Kenya, in Namibia, to African students all over. Because as you're aware, there are 625 million young Africans between the ages of 15 and 25. If we don't seize that generation and engage them with entrepreneurship, engage them with innovation, that's a lost generation. But if we can seize those, I mean, Africa will truly fly. And that's what really brought this uh, this partnership in. You know, because you find a lot of brand uh, brand.
brand relationships and you can't really see that synergy. I was just using somebody because he's a famous face, but I really didn't come because I was not, I was not famous. You know, in many ways, Total made me famous as a result of this, but it was that authentic alignment that we have, a passion for Africa and more importantly, a passion for uh, alternative energies. And, and that's what really brought us together. Let's talk about ways that this relationship could go past a meeting of the minds, past that to like doing serious business. I'm curious to know, you, you introduced uh, Sia as an entrepreneur. Are, are we talking ideas that are going to be licensed, uh, ways to actually translate good ideas into sustainable enterprise? Or, or are we still at the sort of level as a continent of just inspiring people to, to take science at, at, at high school? Fantastic question. You know, you have to walk the talk. Today, I'm the founder and CEO of Galactic Energy Ventures. The company is based in Benmore, opposite uh, our new offices are based in Benmore, directly opposite there. And in partnership with the Department of Trade and Industry, we're moving ahead towards commercializing fuel cells. That is something that I've done, um, you know, um, and, and through the support that Total have given me, giving me access to networks, I wouldn't have been able to do that. How many people below the age of 30 can we say? their own companies are developing patents in Africa. But the challenges that I had to face of coming back to Africa with nothing, just a degree, and building a business out of nothing is a testament to say what is possible out there. So this is beyond us just inspiring as, you know, one day hopefully you can come and join us one of our talks. You'll notice that the message that I give is not a, it's not a, it's not a random message. I use my own story. I'll use my own experiences of being an entrepreneur because you have to walk the talk. And previously to becoming an entrepreneur, I, uh, I invested I had a, a breakthrough in microfuel cells, fuel cells that could be used to power portable devices. That's something I dedicated my life to in five years. So this is more than just, you know, talking and, 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 and all the fluff that you tend to hear. I mean, it's great that we have Africans excited about entrepreneurship, but at the end of the day, you have to deliver. I suppose that's the challenge. A lot of the, the stuff we've heard about this partnership has been in maybe five or six minute sound bites. And I think there are questions people like me and many others have. And, and, and I'm, I'm grateful that you're answering them. This brings me to the next thing that we've heard about. We've seen, you know, we've seen the press releases. Uh, Total is, is putting up 1.2 million uh, rand up for, for grabs. I think that was announced last year to award a, a great tech startup. What sort of tech startups are you interested in and, and what's behind this initiative past it being great for PR? As Sia has pointed out, and again, it's a great question you're asking because we are really looking for traction. Um, we, we cannot be doing things for PR only. It's okay to do things for PR, but it's beyond PR. So the 1.2 for South Africa, uh, and I have to be specific, because the top three winners on this competition that we run, the Startup Challenge by Total, uh, they, so we're running it on 30, in 34 countries on the continent. So if you imagine that in each of those countries, the, the, the average prize money that would be shared by the top three, if you use euros, it's, about, it's just over 30,000 euros. For, so in 34 countries times, times 30,000 euros, that's, that's a bit significant. But for South Africa, I'm responsible for South Africa in Namibia. So those are my project areas. But what we're trying to do here, we're trying to excite young Africans to say, don't just go through the education system and think employment. Think establishing, if you have an idea, establishing your own company so that you can address issues of unemployment, underdevelopment. So that's, that's really the, the objective. And SIA, SIA, in fact, on that particular project, I've told you that he's our brand ambassador, but we're also working with him in enthusing these young Africans around their, if they have ideas, 
don't be afraid to put your idea on the table. Um, because sometimes people self-edit and don't use the idea. So it's, and, and this is only but year one. Our vision is to run this particular project uh, for the next five years. And of course, subject now to the oil price, because all these things cost money. So hopefully the oil price will come back to, to a level that is sustainable, that will enable us to do the things that we want to do. But we want to run this for the next couple of years. And eventually, our vision is, we will, as total, our vision is that maybe we establish a foundation. And we're a collaborative company. We're not working on this thing on our own. We work with people that are specialists in enterprise development. And we're doing this across the continent. So I want to stimulate not only the ideas from entrepreneurs, but even now the institutions that are there to, to focus on how do we develop entrepreneurs and support them. So that's the idea. Further to that, there's a deep level of authenticity here. I mean, Andile, as a fellow African, as a young African like myself who's concerned uh, about the future of Africa, doesn't it concern you that we've been too reliant as Africans on commodities? And what we're seeing right now with the fall in the commodity prices shaking up a lot of these economies, it's certainly given impetus for us, this young generation, to, re to rise up and say, surely there has to be a different way of doing things through innovation. And secondly, the makeups and, and, the, and the equity structures and the ownership levels of our economies, don't you think that young people have a further voice to play in that? And that's really what we're trying to speak to over here. And, and it's, so it's, it's beyond a PR opportunity. Um, there's, there's a deep level of authenticity that I want people to translate across. And, you know, merely look at the state of Africa here today. I'm fortunate and people like us are fortunate that in some ways we can be considered to be outliers with our respective successes. But we do have a responsibility to speak to those issues. Some of the frustrations we have in, in covering tech and, and innovation and digital across the continent is that very rarely does it translate into a, a long-term genuine commitment to, to making actual change. Now, I mean, there's a, it, everywhere you turn, you can throw a stone in any direction, you'll hit an incubator or, or a, a co-working space or a hackathon. We're, we're sort of fatigued by it. And, and hence the question, it's just, let's be fair, big business is often not in a position to, to do what's necessary or prepared to do what's necessary. I mean, the banking industry and its kickback against fintech disruption and the telcos, its kickback against OTTs are testament to how at the heart of it, we have to question the commitment of some of these legacy businesses to actually mean what they say and care about the greater good as opposed to maintaining a status quo and, and, and satisfying shareholders. It, it comes down to the mindset that we we have to embrace as as Africans, and I, 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 if I didn't believe that, uh, you know, collaborating with with Total wouldn't wouldn't allow me to, you know, to to we, if we didn't have the shared mindset. Firstly, because I'm very strong and I'm very principled into the initiatives that I do f involve myself in, it. and this is more than just a just another incubator where you're just creating physical space and we're just trying to create this narrative, this to romanticize entrepreneurship. That is certainly not that. Being an entrepreneur myself, I know the challenges that so many entrepreneurs uh, face and and you know what we have to shift when we talk about entrepreneurship in Africa we have to shift from this understanding of thinking the person who's only employing three people the small you know this microfinance you know interpretation of social entrepreneurship and we have to shift the need a little bit bigger we have to be bigger in our aspirations bigger to, to you know to develop tech giants out of Africa that will scale the likes of you know your American counterparts because we can do that we certainly do have the talent but what was lacking 
in Africa, not just South Africa, was that enabling ecosystem. As you mentioned, eco incubators. But the problem is everybody's thinking in terms of a silo. Everybody thinks that I'm a bank, so all I do is finance. You know, uh, in universities think that, you know, all we do is produce engineers. But if you go to America, you'll see how they've perfected this ecosystem. I myself, having spent five years at both uh, between Harvard and MIT, one of the tech epicenters in the world, I saw tremendous value. And it starts off with having, you know, because what, what, what a legacy company like Total tell heads is that they've got scale they've got presence if you're an entrepreneur and you go into their network they immediately nurture you into over how many uh, countries does uh, total how we operate in over 130 countries around the world how many in africa africa possibly 45 countries now let me give you an example an, an, entre an entrepreneur came up with a solar lamp they got it into the supply uh, total what is it called dr Gule? a wango lamp I think, I think that is a classic case of an example of what a big legacy business uh you know like total has actually done i think i saw one in in the lobby as i came in yes yeah the wango lamps are basically and as Sia pointed out earlier energy is one of the one of our challenges on the continent. So in as much as I don't want this particular phraseology, you know, we were once known as the dark continent. And we, the youth can change that. It's young people like yourself, Andile, who will help us to change this, to make this a bright continent, because it is. That's why everybody today is thinking, if I'm not on, I'm not on the African continent, maybe I'm going to be missing out. That's why people are coming here. But we must, Africans must drive the agenda. You must know what we want. And as Total, we're very proud that this continent has treated us very well. We have, we have invested and we've gotten a return on investment. And we want to continue that. We want now with this. And, and, and this, is, this, is, this takes money. It takes effort. But we are committed to it to make sure that the continent that has been so good to us indeed rises. We support our partners, you know, because wherever we operate, we want to partner with not just the state, but the, the communities in which you are, and to develop together. So I think we know that big business cannot exist without small business. And small business comes about because they've been entrepreneurs. So we've got, we must see this symbiotic relationship. And I think this is why Total has decided, you know, we've done this for our dealers and everybody else, but now we just opened and said, any kind of of the sector can participate in our competition so it's not just tech uh, but all sectors of the economy can participate if you find good ideas gem of an idea that can change some aspect i mean part of what we're looking at and and people said are you guys crazy we're looking at import substitutions if we find a business that can substitute needs support the idea is such that it can substitute some of the import that we bring here Wonderful. That's what we're looking for. So we're looking for big ideas. And, and of course, we're looking for small ideas as well, because it starts from, from that and it can become big. And so who are you hoping to hear from? And, and just drop a few details about how people can apply and where people can check out the terms and conditions of the competition. The competition actually opened on the 1st of November and closed on the 31st of January. So, you know, new people can now enter when we we'll launch again and we'll, I will do the same announcement. But we, so it's based on the, web, on the web. So you basically find all the information when you go to startup.total.com. And you'll find all the information there. But it will now, for the future, as this particular round is closed. We are now in the adjudication process. Just coming back, and you mentioned in passing that you, you're a startup founder. And uh, what is your sense of people's appetite for startups in 
quote unquote, the boring tech scene. What is your sense of people's enthusiasm for what it is you're doing? People have always been enthusiastic about my journey per se, because my journey is really driven by passion. And I think as long as entrepreneurs, particularly the ones listening to, you know, to, to this podcast over here, is that if you're truly passionate about what you do, then the world will align to support that interest. I think, uh, you know, entrepreneurs should never fall uh, a victim of, of chasing the trend, so to say. Be authentic about what, who you are, what you stand for, pursue it with passion, and you'll be able to, you know, to, to achieve success, you know, more than you had imagined. And that's essentially, you know, what brings me over here is that, you know, the, the role of the patron could have gone to a lot of people. It could have gone to, a, a, you know, an older generational entrepreneur. But I was privileged that they chose me as a young person, as an entrepreneur in my own right, facing the same challenges, the same moments when you want to give up being an entrepreneur, the same moments of thinking, you know, am I crazy for trying to build, you know, an energy technology Af uh, company in Africa when I had opportunities to be in Silicon Valley, having those daily, daily di uh, dilemmas. And, 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 and that's, that's essentially, uh, you know, why I, I decided to become, um, uh, get involved in this role, but it has to start with passion. So gentlemen, the one last question I'd like to ask you involves you telling us what areas within technology, engineering, innovation, digital, science even. What's exciting you right now? It might not necessarily be anything you're currently busy with. It doesn't have to be petrochem. In the case of you, Dr. Kule, it doesn't have to be what you studied at Harvard. I think what excites me the most is are the advances that we're seeing in, 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 in neuroscience. As you're aware, you know, people think that we only use 10% of our brain, right? And look at how much we've done only using 10%. Imagine if we had 20%, imagine if we had 33%, but uh, the convergence of neuroscience with technologies such as neurofeedback therapy and advances in biochemistry that are allowing people to, 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 you know, to access you know, you know, you know, more capabilities in their brain is going to be very, very fascinating. But I think even closer to home, what we're seeing in the automotive industry right now, for the first time, we're starting to see technology playing a bigger role in terms of how the cars of the future are being made. Um, what you know, Tesla is doing with... Uh, um, you know, with, with their vehicles. I think that's an exciting part. Um, I think um, uh, outside of energy, outside of my, my interests, you know, those those would be um, my, my, my most exciting uh, things, you know, three things really, neuroscience, um, the future of trans transportation and, art and artificial intelligence, robotics. And what will that mean? What will that mean for Africa? You know, we have this reliance on trade unions, and but that's going to shift our ma labor markets. What will robotics do? I mean, it's it's a very very interesting uh, discussion. As you know, if you're following the World Economic Forum, where we're talking about the fourth industrial revolution, how is Africa going to be relevant in the fourth industrial revolution? Are we going to be left behind like we have been, or are we going to take the lead? It's up to us. That's yeah. What 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 would you say is uh is tickling your fancy at the moment, Doctor Quinn? What is really tickling my fancy? A couple of things, but the, at the top of that is what is happening in medical science. I mean, some of the the things that are coming out of there are are just amazing. Uh, the fact that you can reproduce things, you can now uh, stuff that we thought was only possible. Um, in fiction is now becoming a reality. So that, that, that's exciting. It's also scary because we are finding that the, the, the legal systems are not really geared up to deal with the, the, the new things that are, the, the, the new development. So that, but it is exciting. It is scary at the same time to see um, you know, to, to just to wonder where is this actually going to end and what does it mean? So it, it's challenging some of our concepts, some of our beliefs. I'm also, I mean, over this past weekend, I listened to a, a, an interview 
uh, well, you know, these explorations that are, are taking place, explorations going to Mars and people going there, possibly not coming back. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's some of the exciting stuff. It's exciting uh, because that's what uh, explorers did in the past. They went to places that they didn't know. Uh, but, uh, I mean, if I just talked in, in, the, in the case of our industry now, the petroleum sector, um, everybody is looking, we are, and it's total leading that, uh, uh, you know, leading into looking at alternative energy, solar being one. And we're very proud that we are a leader in that particular area. So, but that's providing other opportunities and other developments. And possibly there'll be other startups as a result of, of that particular venture. Thank you very much both for your time, Syed Uza and uh, Dr. Kule. Thank you. Thank you, Andile. Thank you, Andile. Let's make this Africa's tech century. All right. You're on, buddy. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.